Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to another edition of your favorite podcast, Insane in the Membrane. Greetings, one and all. Welcome to the show. It is I, Rich Wilson, uh, producer Paul. Producer Paul is in his studio. We're doing. I'm doing this from my flat today. So um, yes, this is record. This comes out. This is coming out after Christmas. So this was recorded before Christmas. So I hope you've had a good Christmas. I hope you got all the things that you wanted. I hope you enjoyed um, seeing your family. Or if you didn't see your family, couldn't see your family. For, for various reasons I hope you've had a nice time and I hope you've not been on your own that's that would be tragic I hope you're well um this is this is a this is a different one this week because I'm I wanted to get I want to get people on that you might not necessarily have heard of but people that I enjoy um and who aren't comedians I love comedians but you know we've, we've spoken to a lot of them so I'm trying to branch out and uh, talk to different people. So this week I'm joined by uh, Harry. Harry is from the band Regal Cheer. And I came across them. Now, this we talked about this in the episode because I was under the impression that the algorithms had chucked them up. But Harry and Max, who are the band, seem to think it's when they followed me on Twitter, maybe, and I clicked on the link and had a listen, um, which may be the case. Who knows? Because I get, I'm always, like I've said before many, many times, if you see me out and about, I'm normally stood in a shop somewhere with my arm in the air, shazamming, whatever's coming through the speakers. I'm always on the prowl for new music. I'm always hunting around in the, in all these, in the, in the, in the chazzers, in the charity shops, looking at all the records and that. Um, so who knows where I get a lot of this stuff from. But I know that when I heard it, and I'm like, they are, they are banging. This is excellent. And then, um, yeah, I just uh, saw that they've got a new album coming out. So I was like, let's get them on. Let's have a chat. And so here we are. And that's what we did. Um, and so I, I, I love music so much. I get so excited. And I could talk about music all day. Those of you that have been listening to our stuff before will know that I love, I love the music. And the, and the uh, radio show that we do on Islington Radio still going strong. If you haven't listened to it yet, it's on Mixcloud. It's on Spotify. I'm on Spotify. Producer Paul's on Spotify. It's all the music's everywhere, lads. So people, so you know, get involved, all right? Uh, follow me on Spotify and show me, send me your playlists. I'm always up for new stuff. Um, so anyway, Christmas has got been, been and gone. I hope you've had a nice one. And uh, this this coming up now is a lovely chat. So I'm going to stop wittering on and I'm going to get on with it. And so here, coming up in a minute, is Regal Cheer. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. A podcast from producer Paul Dakota.uk. Insane in the membrane. Man, I'm loving the album. Thank you. I fucking you love much. it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's brilliant. It's it's when I was talking to someone about this ages ago, talking about they were they were doing that thing going, oh, there's no decent music around. Yeah, like, you're not you're not looking for it. If you're just gonna go looking at the top forty, you know, as you as you have done for the last forty years. Yeah. You're not going to find anything, and so I think it's brilliant. Well, well, I kind of yeah, I I don't pay attention to any of that shit. So like, there's so <sighs> many of these massive artists who have billions of streams and all sorts of stuff, and I'm like, I've never heard a single one of their songs. Yeah, same. Couldn't couldn't <laughs> tell you who they are. Yeah, but they're like, you know, massive headlining festivals and shit. You're like, yeah. Who are these people? <laughs> but to be fair, they'd probably say the exact same thing about me. Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> yeah, but you're keeping it real, man. You're keeping it yeah. real. Doing my best. <laughs> I, um, I, it just makes me wonder, like, like before social media and things like that, or before the internet, you know, like, how many other... There must have been thousands of bands that would have, were toiling around doing their stuff, but they couldn't. They didn't have an, out, an outlet for it, so... Yeah, exactly. Like, isn't it that there's that band, uh, what they called Anvil, who they had a documentary yeah. about how they just had album after album after album, but just like no success for ages. And then people just suddenly started paying attention and then they were like, they started doing big shit. Amazing. And it's like really persistent with it. But I guess, <laughs> you know, maybe back in the day, people were like, oh, this first gig's shit. We're never doing this again. Oh, yeah, yeah there must have been that. <laughs> <laughs> but did you, when did you get started? When did you start? So we started doing. We started sort of um, writing stuff in, I want to say it was like the tail end of 2019. We, mm. we decided to start just getting together and, and seeing what comes out of it. Um, sort of Max was, he had just finished with the previous band he was in called The New Tusk. Um, and uh, so he was kind of in between projects or just didn't have anything going on. And I was kind of the same. Um, and we just started hanging out and we're like, should we just give it a go and see if, you know, we both have a lot of like similar, uh, you know, like interest in bands and stuff like that. So we were kind of sharing the same influence almost um, for, for like the, the kind of main core of what we wanted it to sound like. And then we kind of went into a practice room 
uh, Max had some ideas, I had some ideas, and we kind of just churned out a bunch of songs really quickly. Um, yeah. And we're like, oh, maybe this has, has legs, you know? Um, and then we think we, beginning of 2020, we were like, let's fucking... Let's do it. Let's hit the let's hit the road, and then obviously <laughs> yeah, the road the road was, fell apart. <laughs> yeah, the road uh, yeah left, but um, yeah, and so like for the whole of the pandemic, we were kind of yeah still writing bits. We did pretty much all of like the earlier stuff, like the the first sort of EP and the the, the subsequent one as well. All of that stuff was written over like voice notes and like WhatsApp yeah, and right. stuff. So. You know, so it's all just terrible audio. Just like mm. we just need to remember this for later, and then when the uh, <laughs> when the practice studios and stuff like start opening again, hopefully we'll be able to do something with this. Um, but yeah, sort of like 2019 or 2020, we just went writing and stuff, and we recorded the the first two like EPs. Uh, just as lockdown was starting to get a bit more like mm. ah, people don't really care about this anymore, so you know we, we found a little almost a little loophole and managed to smash the songs out really fast. And just so we could have something out, you know, it was just kind of yeah. like we were sitting on them for a while and then like, just, ex- just excited to get them out. We're both very impatient people. So oh, right. the, uh, th- the, the speed that sort of the music industry as a whole, like moves is painful for us almost. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> Especially seeing as all the songs like a fucking minute and a half. It's like, <laughs> Why do we have to wait a year to put this out? Like, do you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> as soon as it's out, the right people, time, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And as soon as it's out, people are just burnt through it, and it's like, well, no, we've got to do more. But we've got to wait even. You know, it's, it's just yeah. a big knockout effect. But yeah, 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 yeah. We can't really be held responsible anymore. We need to. We, we we've kind of passed off. You know, we we signed with uh, Bethlehem Records and who are putting the album out, and. uh it's probably it's for good reason because uh, we were gonna sort of we were contemplating self-releasing it, but we know we would have just like literally given them like a week of lead time and just be like, here it is. Yeah, we just yeah, want to yeah. get it out. We can't be asked to wait anymore. And like you know, <laughs> we recorded it in January of this year, so it's and it's not coming out until the third of February. So it's like a full yeah, thirteen right. months later. But uh, yeah, it's uh, right. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for people to hear it. Yeah. And I'm glad that I, you liked it, <laughs> mate. It was what, yeah, because I, because we were talking about the fact that good music always, always comes out of uh, the shit, the shittier times. You know? Yeah, people always find it. Always, like as a band, I really like called Benefits, and they're really. I've played it to people, and they, and some people dig it, and they understand what's going on. Yeah, but other people just go, "This is just noise, mate." And I'm like, "No, no, no." It's not just noise. Listen to what he's saying. Listen, it's like performance. It's like performance art. Yeah, you know, like, I think I've actually seen him thing. perform. We, I think yeah. Max and I went to go and see him at Green Door Store. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it didn't click with me, but Max liked it. Yeah, <laughs> so I understand really your point. Like, you know, yeah. the uh, the the content of the songs was obviously, you know, I understood yeah. that, but yeah, it was. Uh, it, it, I understand how it can be a bit of a hard sell for. From, oh yeah, from, you know, just, just you can't just blindly recommend that to somebody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like the fact, but the, the, what it, it just it, it kind of to me it was like the noise in our heads that we that we should be having with everything that's going on at the minute, all the all mm. the shit that's going down. That's exactly how our thoughts should be. Just this rageful, just this noise, and yeah. then like, and then listening to you guys as well. I love the. I just love the. It was like yeah, this is fucking great. Just that proper punky. <laughs> 
kind of it just you know like it, there's it's, the thing is with a lot of the old punk stuff it's just what by the time they get to records it, it just sounds too overproduced yeah and it loses that edge whereas what i've heard of yours is it, what struck me when i first came across you was just like fuck this is raw this is proper i'm i'm having this and it came up in the algorithm algorithms i was like yeah what's this this is great yeah. so yeah yeah fucking great man well, I mean, like, from my perspective, that, that was kind of what I was, what I wanted to go for, really. Like, yeah. Um, I, I do like, you know, your atmospheric bands and stuff that have, like, you know, loads of layers and loads of shit going on and the record sounds yeah. fucking banging. But then you go and see it live and obviously they can't recreate that almost, you don't know, expect it to be, like, perfectly to the to the record. But, like, yeah, you go and see some bands and you're like, there's like three guitar parts missing out of this song because they don't have enough members <laughs> and that kind of stuff. There's too many things going on. So when we went to record, when we recorded everything really, but especially when we went to record the album, it was like, I don't want to have anything on here that we can't just do live. Like I want it yeah, to be yeah, as yeah. representative as the live performance as it can be really. Like I don't want someone to be like, oh yeah, but this bit doesn't sound right because it should have... Yeah all this nonsense over the top of it or whatever. So it's, yeah, it was very much recorded like how we play it and uh, kind of, yeah, we kind of very much stuck to the, f just kind of wanted it to be a representation of the performance because essentially it's kind yeah, of like yeah, yeah. one's selling the other, you know, if the album sounds like it's a live performance or, you know, close to that, then people might lean into buying the tickets and going to see us live or whatever. But if it sounds fucking crazy and overproduced, then you come and see us live and it's just two idiots and like not that much stuff going on. You know, it's, uh, it might yeah, be a yeah. bit of a, <laughs> people might be where's a bit the, miffed. Yeah. Yeah. Where's the strings? Where's the gold? Yeah, exactly. Going yeah. On? I thought they had a fucking orchestra. What's going on here? Yeah, man. <laughs> but that's it. But that, but that coming up, that's the thing. What's happening now is people are going, like you've just said, because the record industry just takes so long. Because mm. it's it, it just comes down to money, doesn't it? They're like, how much money we're we going to make out of this? Yeah, um, exactly. We need to we need to launch it just at the right at the opportune moment to maximise how much money we're going to get and all that. I mean, that might be a bit cynical, but it just seems that's what it <laughs> seems to me. You're probably but, you not know, wrong, but, mate. Yes, yeah. yeah. But it's also a thing of you see people trying to catch in on trends and stuff like, oh, this is really hot right now, so we're going to change our sound to sound like this because this is what's going to sell. Oh, but yeah. then by the time that record comes out, it's a new thing altogether, and your shit sounds old. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like you kind of just got to, you know, we just make what we like, <laughs> and if other people yeah. like it, then that's a bonus. But it's kind of like that's the mentality. It's like, would I listen to this? Yeah, probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. But well, this is it, and it it really it really just tapped into that kind of that yeah, just that yeah. Fuck it, we're doing it ourselves. And I think you know, like or like all art, it's not necessarily what you see or what you hear. It's how you interpret it, and and yeah, what it. Do you know what I mean? It's the, the workings behind it, like not not like with a painting. It's not necessarily the picture that it's been painted. It was how it was painted, and mm -hmm. all that. And it's it's like with your music. It's kind of like how you came together and what you did. To, to make that noise and then to get it out into the ears of the people. Yeah. I find that, I love all that. That's what I'm really into. And mm -hmm. listening to you guys, I, it just has that uh, that air of, yeah, fuck it, we do it ourselves. <laughs> and I, yeah, I mean, that is a bit of a, a running theme. It's like yeah. pretty much everything, you know, that we, that we do is very much kind of in that DIY mindset of like, well, we'll just 
do it ourselves you know we'll get our mates mm. involved and you know if they can help us out and if they can't then we'll try and figure it out um i mean uh in regards to sort of like the the artwork and 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 like pitching the album to record labels and you know trying to book shows and stuff that's all kind of done off our own back you know we do that all yeah. ourselves so it's like we don't have any like you know big big wig overheads who are just like oh i've got you a gig in fucking you know some crazy place it's like no we, we're the ones who are sending the emails you know well i'm doing it all at work you know just like oh, on my yeah, lunch yeah, breaks yeah. just fucking spamming some stuff out and like <laughs> crossing my fingers that someone wants to reply to me yeah 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 <laughs> it's that like you just said it's the emailing and the constantly pushing yourself and and the constantly getting ignored that mm. really takes its toll on your on your mental health i know that yeah as a comedian having to message people about doing gigs you know and the amount of times you you message you don't hear anything back or they'll come back and go no we're all right thanks we, you know you're not they're not really suitable for what we do yeah it's hard isn't it the rejection it, it toughens you up but it's still horrible to take yeah it's not fun i mean like there's definitely there's, there must be quite a lot of like um correlations between uh comedian and a, a musician do you know what i mean there's quite definitely, a lot of overlapping yeah. things of yeah booking your own shows and like you know, um, just trying to get yourself out there without a full team. Because, you know, some bands are lucky enough to kind of, you know, stumble into that or, you know, already have those connections, or you know, already. But, um, yeah, the, from the, the kind of DIY standpoint, just the, the, the never-ending, just like, they're probably not going to reply to me. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to email them anyway. Like, when we yeah, were yeah, pitching yeah. the record, we sent out so many absolute Hail Mary emails to, like, huge oh, really? labels, like... Why are we doing this? But it would just be so funny if, like, fucking, I don't know, Universal were like, yeah, all right. And we're just like sitting in this moldy flat and writing, like, I can't believe that. Do you know what I mean? It was just, it's all pipe dream shit. And you're just like, you know, the best case scenario, maybe. But yeah. And then, uh, yeah. So it's, it's a lot of that kind of just hoping they reply. But or I also get a bit fed up with it where I'm like, I'll chase up emails and then be like, I'm on my fourth chase up now. And I'm like, I don't care. Mm. Like they're either not going to yeah. reply again because I've pissed them off, or they might reply to me. It's like I don't care if they piss me off because they're not talking yeah. to me anyway. <laughs> That's a great outlook to have about it. Yeah. Just to have that kind of yeah, be sort of arm's length with it and go, I don't give a shit. It doesn't. It's not. If it, if they re if they react to it, then good. If they don't, then it doesn't matter. It doesn't nothing's nothing's changed. Yeah, like we're yeah. still going to carry on doing it, but yeah, it exactly with that person or whatever you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's it's yeah, it, it can be it can be tricky, especially now as well because it's winter time and really this is this has been the coldest winter for a while. It mm. feels that even that affects you a bit more as well when you kind of, you know, you want to be out there and you're already doing it and but then it's cold and you just want to, like, oh, I want to go out and to, to that gig and schmooze a bit or I want to go and you know, but I just it's too fucking cold. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just stay in yeah. the flat and yeah freeze here instead yeah 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 so, uh, yeah it's hard isn't it it's hard you know yeah well i mean like so we've booked a tour in february to kind of support the album and yeah. uh a lot of that has ended up being sort of northern dates because we've been there kind of we've been to a lot of these places before so we've had con we've already got contacts there and stuff but um we managed to get a gig in dundee in february oh, yeah. and our friend a friend of ours just texted us and was like you're going to dundee in february you're going to freeze to fucking death. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> like, no one's going to come. And I was just like, oh, fuck, I hope people do come though. So if you're listening, you're in Dundee, please come. <laughs> people will come. They're, hard, they're hardy <laughs> folks in Dundee. 
That's but what I mean. Saying, they must be resilient. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're used to it. They're used to it. I'm moaning <laughs> about it down here because I'm a soft southern knobhead. You know, yeah. like, I, I've got mates from Dundee and they're like, yeah, so? Yeah, it's, going it's out in t shirts and shorts. It's like, yes. Yeah, yeah, whatever. It's just what we do up here. Um, yeah. So, so you grew up in Brighton? Uh, yeah, so I, I grew up in um, in like a village called Storrington in West Sussex. Oh yeah, uh, which is like sort of forty minutes away. Uh, yeah, but very rural. Like once you're there, you're kind of stuck unless you want to wait four hours for a bus. So uh, yeah, so I grew up in the middle of nowhere kind of thing, and then this is the closest sort of like town to where I lived. Um, so I went here for uh, art foundation. Uh, college year and then yeah. I came here for uni in 2013 and then just okay. never left so I've yeah, been here for yeah. about yeah almost uh yeah like 10 years 11 years something like that but yeah. um yeah I just I liked it a lot and was like well, yeah. why would I go back to the shit little village like absolutely not it's like, <laughs> as if those <laughs> are the only two options there, yeah. as well it's like but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah either home or Brighton that's it yeah but uh, yeah, 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 just been living there for like a decade. You, you're a pretty recent uh, move down here. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Just moved How long down. have you been here for? Yeah, uh, I moved down so, uh, mid July, and then I okay. wasn't around because I was off to Edinburgh, so I didn't get a chance to investigate and have a, explore. But I've, I've been coming down here for years, so mm-hmm. I always had it in my head that maybe I'd end up in Brighton one day. But I didn't. It kind of all happened by accident. I just happened to meet someone and then they lived in Brighton and she was like, well, should we get married? And I'm like, yeah, fine. And then we just did. <laughs> and then it, yeah. And now we have a really good time. I love Brighton. I just, mm. like someone said to me, it's like being in a festival all the time. Oh yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. It's good vibes. I mean, yeah. Yeah. People like feel very free to express themselves, which I, I appreciate quite a lot. You know, it's, it's just, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's a nice place. It is nice. Yeah. It's expensive. But it's nice. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's what, yeah. But do you, is there is there a good uh, scene down here, music scene? I think so. I mean, there's yeah. a there's a, a, hand, a good handful of like smaller venues here, but it, but I, I do find it gets quite oversaturated. Um, mm. Just because we, well, we've also got like BIM here, so like the music union oh, yeah, stuff. Yeah, so yeah. you've got all the kids who are going there, starting bands, trying to get shows, and you know, so it's it's it, getting shows here isn't difficult, but it's getting people through the door is sometimes a bit more difficult, especially like you said, in the, in the winter time when everyone's like, it's pissing it down and I'm not coming out on a Wednesday. Yeah. Can you fuck off? Like, <laughs> <laughs> can you do the gig in my house? Yeah. Yeah. Can you just do it on a weekend or something as well? Like <laughs> sort yourself out. Yeah. What's but, this uh, Wednesday shit, mate? <laughs> yeah. Weekdays. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it is good to hit like playing shows here. It is fun. And you know, you tend to just bump into the same people all the time. So you kind of make mates in that regard. And, uh, we've got a lot of friends here who play in a bunch of different bands and stuff. So it's fun to like, you know, you book a show or something and you're like, oh shit, fucking so-and-so's on this one too. This is going to be fun because we get to hang out with yeah, our friends right. and shit. And they have to be there because they're playing too. So at least like you get to hang out with someone, you know. <laughs> yeah, very cool. Very cool. And is it, what are your influences? What got you What got you into music? What was the thing? Um, well, for, for me, it was like, I, I grew up um, sort of, uh, with like when like the music channels were a big thing on the telly yeah. so like you know every advert break you'd, I'd just flick over and see what's on like Kerrang or Scuzz or whatever or the enemy and uh, yeah i just watch music videos all the time so it was very much that kind of stuff so it was sort of like you know Foo Fighters and The Darkness and <laughs> shit like that those were all <laughs> yeah. my first sort of bands that I loved um, 
and then moving here kind of broadened my horizons loads because mm. I met like Max and a bunch of other people that you know um, that all just that they all seem to come from Jersey, but they were all had you know a oh, different right. sort of a similar but different walk of life to you know you know influence to me. Um, so I got into like so many things as soon as I moved here, uh, and there was quite a big like scene um, when when I moved. Uh, when I was at uni and stuff, so we were just going to gigs all the time and just seeing a mate's band, seeing Max's old band play a hundred times yeah. and like, yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of sort of like just punk and rock and stuff. Like I never really gravitated towards like slow songs and stuff like that. No. So we don't have any. <laughs> yeah, it's just full on. Two yeah, minutes, I'm like, th- crash. This bit's boring. Why are we doing it? Just cut it out. <laughs> yeah, let's just get to it. Um, yeah. It's, I think it's important to, to that kind of thing. Like, I've, like we, again, with comedy, people say, what's, you know, have you got any advice? And I'm always like, yeah, do the gigs. Go and do the mm-hmm. gigs. And it's the same with bands. Go, go, to, if you're not doing the gigs, go to the gigs and then you'll meet people. Yeah. And that, that gives you the connections that you're going to need because they're going to go, oh, you need to play this gig. This is a really cool gig. And also the, the influences as well because, like, you grew up watching those channels. Uh, which a lot of people did. Other people would have had older brothers or sisters or whoever, and they would have been influenced by stuff. Like I got into that. Like someone introduced me to Devo because oh, yeah. their older brother was into Devo, you know. So, mm-hmm. and that's what introduced me to them. And, yeah. and like my dad, my mum and dad always had like punk songs, like punk music and reggae and all that sort of thing when I was growing up. So, and then I meet people and I go, oh, you want to listen to this? And so that influences them. And so connections are so important. Mm-hmm. which I think was really tricky for us when, luckily we had the internet. So when we were all locked in, we were still connected of a sort. Yeah. But that human interaction and that swapping of ideas is so important in, in what you do. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, um, like Max and I have a lot of like shared uh, like musical interests. So that's where a lot of like the inspiration comes from. It's like, yeah. you know, we both have, a, we're both big fans of, of bands like, uh, like Joyce Manor, I don't know if you've ever heard of them, but like no. uh, they also have like minute and a half songs. Um, we kind of like, we just both really like that kind of style. And we've seen yeah. them live a couple of times and we're like, this just makes for a good live show. It's like just bang, 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 bang. Like this everyone's having yeah. fun. Like, because uh, the amount of times where you go and see a, like, I go see a band that I really like and then they just decide to play the slow one in the middle. And I'm like, why oh, are you doing this? <laughs> like, you've just ruined my vibes. I'm calling the police. You've just robbed me of my vibes. Like, yeah. unacceptable. So, like, yeah. So, w- anytime we're kind of writing or like planning sets and stuff like that, I'm like, we're not putting that in. We're not. No, no it's boring. They don't need a, they don't need a, they don't need a, a you know, an interlude. No, like, I don't want people on. to have. Yeah, I don't want people to have like, oh, this is when I can go to the bar. No. Yeah. <laughs> you you get your drink beforehand and you're stuck with it. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. Well, you can go to the bar and you can miss a bit, all right? Yeah. Go fuck You'll yourself. miss four songs, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I, uh, I last, last band I saw was um, Idols, and they were oh, yeah. relentless from start to finish. Just mm-hmm. fucking yeah, I thought they put on a good live show. Brilliant live show, fantastic live show. But then I remember seeing, I remember seeing the Ramones in nineteen, I think it was like eighty seven at Brixton, and the Damned were supporting, and they were, they were like, you couldn't even hear what they were saying. They were just like one, two, three, four, bah. and that was like <laughs> two minutes. One, two, three, four, bah. and you're like, this is fucking great. This is there's no, yeah. there's no mucking around. And then 
I don't know. I don't know how long they were on for. It didn't feel like very long. And then they were like, good night. You're like, oh, all right. And that was it. Just, yeah. Just nuts. And I think that's it. This this bit where they they have the acoustic bit while the singer goes and has a sit down. You know, just. Yeah. It's, it's just like, it. yeah, you want to give people like a good time, you know. And, uh, you know, if you kind of just barrage people with noise, then they don't have time to be like, you know, because sometimes I find myself like zoning out while I'm watching a band, especially if they're playing like a slower song or something. Can I just be like, what am I going to have for breakfast? You know what <laughs> I mean? Just like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. I'm just not paying attention I'm, and I'm not in the room with everybody else. But like, I find if, if, the, if you go and see a band and it's just, they're just fucking pounding you yeah. with tunes, you're like, well, I've got no, there's no dead air to think about what I'm having for breakfast. You know what I mean? It's like, this I'm just it. in just the room with everybody else having fun. And especially if, you know, you go and see a band where you know all the fucking words and you're like fucking vibing. And then it's just like, yeah. you know, it's just fun. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's just a personal preference really, but I've just kind of yeah, forced it into all of our tunes. I mean, hopefully Brilliant. I'm glad that Max agrees because um, <laughs> we do have like, conflicting interests that like do influence the the band as a whole but like so he's more like he likes a lot more like songwriter he likes his kind of his his focus he's he writes a lot more of the songs than i do but like yeah in terms of like the the lyrics and stuff like that he's very tuned into like you know melody and and lyrical content and stuff like that whereas i'm just like do i want to get am i going to get kicked in the head when i go and see this live it's like because that's what i want yeah 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 like I want someone to get kicked in the head, but he wants the song to sound like clever and nice. Like, <laughs> we've got to find a balance in the middle somewhere where like yeah. you get kicked in the head, but still be like, Oh, that was a good line. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. The, the cleverness will come in the lyrics and then the yeah. rest is, the, the, it's just the balls out. Fucking, let's have it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I'll, 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 I'll keep an eye on you. And in 10 years time, when I, I come to see you and there's telephone boxes and, there's like giant lemons. I'm like, I think, oh, I think they yeah. lost it. A bit. We've got an oboe player or something like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a Rolls Royce yeah. in the swimming pool and all that shit. You're like, oh, okay, yeah. oh, the lads have gone, mate. They've gone. That's it now. Um, yeah, um, but like from a, a, a like from the perspective of like writing the songs and stuff. Like I, I personally don't want us to have, or I don't like us to have that many like slow bits because the content of the songs is sometimes about most of the time it's about stuff that we don't like or that we're bummed out yeah. about or we're pissed off about. And so it's like having a slow song about something that's very sad. Isn't, isn't the vibe I'm going for. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. like, if people can, can come along and be like, Oh, this is about fucking how fucking shit a nine to five is or something. And it's like relentless and people can get into it a bit more instead of being like, Oh yeah, my nine to five sucks too. You know, <laughs> they can kind of, express themselves and, and channel their energy in, yeah. it, in it along with us, you know, instead of just everyone has a nice moment of sadness together. And it's like, well, that's not very fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. I mean, that's like I said with, it sounds like, like your stuff is very much kind of, I mean, like getting it off your chest, like kind of like, yeah. Ah! And then it's the next song, you know, and it's just like that rather than just, oh, isn't, everything's a bit shit and sad. And oh, this needs a, this needs a really weeping, you know, guitar solo and a harp, this bit. And yeah. Whereas like, everything's fucked. Everything's fucked. It's all shit. Everything's fucked. And, it's, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it should be. That's exactly, yeah. like I said, with benefits. That's how, that's how you, that's how your thoughts should be. Just that you should be angry about what's going on. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, cause everybody knows that everything's fucked. Like you don't have to remind people about that, 
But like, no. if you give if if you give people a medium to express their frustrations about the th- the things that are shit, then I find that to be way more entertaining to go and see than someone who's just like weeping about you know <laughs> whatever. Yeah. It's, it's, anyway, specifically in a music setting, you know what I mean. But it's uh, yeah, it's it's fun to try and. Well, it's just, it's just yeah, we we have fun like writing stuff because it's like, nah, speed that up. Is he even trying to make it all prog rock? Yeah, yeah, gonna get real techy in this in album two. It's gonna sound fucking. Oh man, <laughs> two songs, four hours. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be the opposite. So you met you met Max when he was in the other band. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So I met him when I first moved here. Um, because one of my housemates in my first house was from Jersey. And so there was loads of people from Jersey over here for uni as well. And he was just kind of in, in that big circle because they really, the island's very small, so they all knew each other. Mm. Um, yeah, so I met him in, so, yeah, sort of 2013 odd. Um, and we, you know, we hung out and stuff and I saw his band a hundred times. They were really good. Um, and uh, yeah, and then when they, they, when they split, uh, we just started sort of hanging out sporadically and stuff and we sort of very quickly bonded over uh our love for um have you seen that show on netflix i think you should leave uh no i know of it i've seen it yeah, yeah i think it's on the it's list it's like a sketch show but it's just like really fucking stupid really like sometimes yeah. quite dark and just yeah ridiculous but like i didn't know anybody else that watched it and then we were just hanging out once and i was like have you seen this? And he's like, I fucking love it. And so it was just ah, very quick. Like, nice. yes. So then we just started hanging out loads, uh, just off the back of that really. And then this, this kind of just spurred into this and now yeah, we live yeah, together yeah. and yeah, you can't get rid of me. <laughs> oh, wow. So you live and work to you live and play together. Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A blessing and a curse, yeah. but it's, 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 no, it's I was going to say, how's that like, working yeah. out? That must... <laughs> yeah. That's well, I was like, about a bit. yeah, well I was, I was, um, I was with uh, a partner for a very long time and then we split uh, just after the pandemic finished. Uh, I say finished, but just, you know, <laughs> after everyone stopped giving a shit. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and so I moved in with Max because there was a spare room going in the flat that he was in. Um, and the video for uh, Anti that we put out, like the first single off the album mm. is filmed in that flat. Um, All right. Just so you can see the kind of borderline squalor that we were living in for a year. Um, like the, 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 the kitchen tap, the taps weren't aligned with the sink. They were both just... What? They weren't aligned. They just weren't aligned properly. And so somebody who lived there previously just drilled two holes in a PVC pipe and uh, used cable ties to fix it so that then all the water would go into the sink. Oh and so we God. were just... yeah. And we were paying fucking 500 quid a month each for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we went, (laughs) yeah, moved in. And then like two weeks later, my roof started leaking. Like it was just a shithole. And it was just like that on top of being sad that my relationship was over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a fun time. (laughs) Went off the rails for a little bit, but managed to get myself back together again, you know? As I say, yeah, how did you cope with that? Just just go, fuck it. Just getting on it all the time. Yeah, it was very much that. It was a kind of, uh, yeah, a summer of just getting as rinsed as possible and then, being like, oh, why do I still feel sad? It's like, oh, because I'm fucking hungover all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm constantly on a come down. Yeah, there must be something in this. I'm not sure what it is, though. <laughs> oh, well, more things. Yay. Yeah, it sounds. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, and then it's, you know, and then that kind of just channels into 
into the the band itself really because I I find it very much as like a it's quite a therapeutic thing for me it's 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 event yeah. you know it's 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 a good I find it's a maybe the best way I've found to sort of like channel my frustrations or how I feel yeah. and stuff like that because I mean I've been in sort of art school art uni and stuff forever and you know I, I draw and and make stuff and and whatever but this is definitely the best way I've found to kind of you know get get shit off my chest and just make myself feel better you know yeah absolutely it's yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's it's definitely the, the best of the things i've tried <laughs> it's um i think that i yeah i think that's what i do with, with what with what i do it's just i because i find everything ridiculous i find the, the i find how i find us being in this framework that we're shoved into utterly absurd like this you know this you know this framework of paying rent and having to be, being in debt makes you a better citizen and you're just like this is all fucked man we're all animals yeah. we should just be running around it's just but yeah i just find i find being a human being ridiculous it is stupid isn't it yeah when you really look at it you go really i was walking, so last night i was coming back from a gig in gospel and i'd stopped in a lay-by to 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 just have a have a wee and uh, and I was just looking up at the start of the sky it was really clear and I was looking up all the other planets and stars and everything else and I was like I bet there's no tax on other planets there's no it's just like <laughs> just shit like that you know so I don't owe any money on these other planets isn't it mad that that's on this one yeah but do you think Mars has has like overdraft fees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet they'd be different. Yeah, <laughs> maybe they'd pay me money in instead of taking it out. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just things like that. And I was like, yeah, it's ridiculous what we've done on here. We've uh, we've got hemmed ourselves in. And yeah. So, but yeah, I guess that that stage comes Yeah, that hemming in does uh, does help to kind of have something to write about. You know. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's yeah. there, again there's another correlation. I've I, you know. I, I, I've heard a lot of comedians and stuff talk on podcasts and say that like, oh, if you don't have trauma, then you're not funny. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it, it all come, it all comes from that space, which it sounds fucking stupid and it's definitely not true, but like for a lot of people, I guess it is, you know, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you channel your, your shit times into something that people can laugh at or people can listen and enjoy and like, you know, yeah. makes them feel better about if they shared the same situation as you or, you know, in the same sort of, in the same sort of standings and just being like, oh, yeah, if they're having a shit time and I'm having a shit time, we can just share our shit times together and maybe make them slightly better, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, I think it's easy. I think it is the misery. Well, no, not misery, that's a bit of a strong word, but it is the, the thing, yeah, you have the things, the fact that you have to get up in the morning and fight for your, fight for your, you have to fight your corner. Yeah. You know, I think that, yeah, that's what spurs you on to, to be creative because if you if you, there's a comedian called Kyle Kyle Kinane that I really love, and he's he talks great, about yeah. like he's fucking great, man. I love that you know who he is. He's fucking amazing, and uh, so he's like that. He goes, ah, oh, cool people, right? Um, <laughs> he um, and he was talking about growing up in the suburbs, and they started a they started a band, and then you know, and his mum was like, yeah, we're gonna start a band, we're gonna kick against the system, and his mum was like, oh yeah, you can practice in our basement. It's like, oh fuck. And then they're in the basement, and then mum would come down and go, oh, do you want some chilli? Do you want this? And then he's like, mum, I'm trying to break the system. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, it's difficult to kick against the system when everything's comfortable. You know? Yeah, I'm not sure that's how like Rage Against the Machine started, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, 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 they're not practicing in mum's basement. Yeah. You know, just everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, you've got to have something to write about. Yeah. I, I kind of, it, we've, we've obviously, like I said, we've been sitting on this record for, it'll be over a year by the time it comes out. So we've already been writing new stuff. Mm. And I kind of have set like a, I, I have some sort of like little bits of framework and things that I'm like, okay, I want to write a song that's like, you know, like this or with this structure or whatever. And I've also just been toying in my mind, like maybe I'll write a song about something that's not sad, but <laughs> it's fucking hard because <laughs> it's well yeah. easier to write like a cross little punk song about something that pisses you off. But like writing a little punk song about something that makes you happy is, it seems to be a lot more difficult than, <laughs> than it's. Yeah. Well, I suppose the whole thing about punk and, this came up yesterday, actually, in a conversation I had with uh, another another musician, and we were talking about the essence of punk. So being punk isn't just you know uh, spiky hair and ripped clothes and safety pins and all that. It's it's the, it's a it, punk is a feeling. It's it's that anti it's anti establishment. It's anti things. It's like yeah. I will not I will not have you take advantage of me. Fuck that. So that's yeah. It's very difficult to write a happy punk song when punk in its at its essence is fighting and and sort of against things you know yeah yeah for sure rather than yeah i'm trying to think of i'm trying to think of any uh well yeah even even when you got a, a love song uh by the damned and that's that's even even that's kind of a, it's so aggressive and it's like i'll be the i'll be the rubbish you be the bin you know it's like yeah <laughs> it's like there's, it's it's a nice like there is some level of like nice sentiment underneath there, but it's also in, yeah. like written in a way of like we've used a quite a, a, a quite a nasty analogy to <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's that kind. So the, yeah, the sentiment's right, but the but just the the way it's delivered, you kind of go, ah, oh, uh, yeah. Is okay. is that nice or is that is that a dick? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, you call me rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you're right how would you write you, I don't, don't think you could difficult to stay positive I oh. think there's I think you have to I think your positivity is the fact that you you still push yourself mm -hmm. like it, despite being ignored despite people not replying to your emails and things like that your positivity is in the fact that you just go well I'll just keep going I'll just keep doing it yeah until some fucker listens you know yeah exactly I mean like you know the the subject matter on the record might be a bit like potentially a bit of a downer for some people, but like the songs are written in a way that they don't come across like they're downers. But um, in our like, you know, everyday lives and in, in the sort of like the, the social media content and shit that we do, it's all just silly. Like I, yeah. I don't like it when you see bands taking themselves too seriously. I think it's a bit cringy. So, you know, Actually, you've got yeah, like yeah, yeah. standing in like a fucking construction site looking gutted and you're like, oh, you're happy to be here, aren't you, mate? It's like, <laughs> so I just try and fucking show my teeth in all the fucking photos. Like I want us to be grinning and having a nice time. It's like, you know, the songs might be a bit of a bummer, but like, we're not. <laughs> we're enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're still having fun. Like all the, all the artwork and stuff is all just shit and stupid and like trying to be silly. It's like, because yeah. it's, why take yourself too seriously? That's not fun. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, I grew up in an age of, um, you know, uh, hair, hair metal bands where they're standing on top of mountains with like, doing <laughs> yeah. guitar solos. And you're just watching that going, all right. And it's ridiculous. And then my dad's sitting there going, well, where's he plugging that in then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And you go, what? He goes, well, where's that plugged in? Where's it plugged in? And you kind of like, oh, yeah, this is absurd. This is ridiculous. Yeah, it's that you kind know. of like the, that level of, of image that becomes so daft that you could never imagine seeing them in like Sainsbury's or something. Do you know what I mean? It's like, nah. you're not going to see Slash with his shirt off getting fucking tea bags or something, you know? Well, I remember, I remember years ago playing because I, I, I don't I'm not into football but I play comedians football every every Tuesday now oh, yeah. when I can and um there was one it was a couple of times Noel Fielding came down a couple of times and um I talked to him and he and he said and he was going like he goes yeah he goes whenever like when I told people I was like I'm gonna go and play football and everyone was like they took him to like one side and went what are you gonna wear at football it's like well shorts and trainers what do you think I'm gonna wear like I can't. Even, I can't see it, and it was just. And he did. He just had just had a football kit on, and, and he's a pretty yeah. good footballer. And he just. And then but we you're were so used about, to seeing him in like uh, in like skinny jeans and like a really big yeah. cardigan or something that you're like you in a footy kit. What are you on about? Yeah. 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 And, um, <laughs> and he saw. I remember. And he we were laughing at it, and he said, "Yeah, there's a there was a time Serge from Kasabian who his mates with was in a was in where in the village where they live, and he'd nipped out to the shops and he just had jogging bottoms on." You know, and he's like, but they were leopard print. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, I expect him to have like a a really like gaudy like nineties football kit. Do you know what I mean? Like, It'd just be a some really like random country. One. Yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> I also am I'm completely clueless about football, but Max is a big fan, so he's I, all my knowledge just comes from him. But w- when we're watching the games, we'd just be like, oh, look at that fucking kit. You know, it's just like, just <laughs> he just loves the football kits. <laughs> but like, he shows, some, some of yeah. them he shows me are fucking minging, but they're also kind of cool because they're so scum. I don't, yeah, there's a fine line, but. <laughs> I know what you mean. I, like I say, I'm not into football, but there's a there's a couple of old kits I remember from when I was a kid. I'm like, I'd probably wear that. But then I'd look like a, I'd look like a dad. I'd look like a proper dad who's, <laughs> He's gone to the he's gone to the pub with his family, but can't. He has to wear football things all the time. Even his trainers look like football boots. You know that. Yeah, that, that dude. But <laughs> <laughs> then, yeah. But there was, Noel was saying that the, he saw he saw the lead singer of the Seeds um, walking up wherever it was, Charing Cross Road or wherever it was, or wherever. And he had this big, long, like wizard's cape on, and these silver boots, and he's like. That's exactly how you would imagine him to be. Yeah. That's exactly it. Like that guy doesn't own anything normal. You know, that, that guy is <laughs> yeah. just he's just capes all day long. Yeah, like what he's selling like as his image is actually what he's yeah. dishing out kind of thing. It's not like it's uh, <laughs> some sort of facade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, if I wear a cape in this photo, people will fucking get into us, you know. No, he's wearing capes Pirate. all the time, man. <laughs> I think you look great in a cape. I think that should be the, the regal cheer thing when you look. Don't the tempt album. me, mate. <laughs> I was. I'm trying to think of like a fucking you know a good stage outfit for the tour. So maybe it'll have to be a cape. Yeah. I imagine. Imagine <laughs> a great big, <clears throat> a great big silver cape with, with cans all over it. Yeah. <laughs> with a, cans around the hem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm into that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you always found it like with clothes and things like that? Because I know when I was growing up, there was an uh, there was a I, I wanted to fit in with everybody else, but at the same time I didn't, and so like things like all the latest trainers, and I'd always get a colour that no one else had. Mm-hmm. just little bits like that because I want you know I didn't I didn't have the I wasn't brave enough to not fit in. What about growing up with you? Was that the same? You just kind of do your own thing or? Kind of, yeah. I mean, I've, I feel like I've dressed the same for my whole life. 
it's just yeah. like you know i got into it, how i dressed was very much you know representative of i basically dressed like a kerrang magazine so it was like just a proper <laughs> grebo and then yeah i've just always kind of been dressed like a grebo but and now it's a bit more refined i've got corduroy into the uh Hello, into the fold yeah but um but yeah i mean like uh yeah, you see trends come and go, and then you like now you know you just see stuff come back in. Where you're like, oh, sound! It's 2006 again. You know, everyone's got yeah. like whale tails on, and their jeans are all well too big. And you're like, oh yeah, I've seen this before. <laughs> I avoided it then, and I'm gonna fucking avoid it now. You know what I mean? This like, is it. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't want to look yeah. like I'm in like a, a you know an early corn video or something. So now I'm right. It's yeah, it's a tricky one. Isn't it? It's funny. That's how you know you're getting old when the you see you see the fashions come back round and you go yeah. oh i did that i remember that the first time oh no oh no that's <laughs> yeah. it yeah yeah i do i do i, I like to to uh, I, I do pay attention to it cuz like um, cuz i do all the designs for our like merch and stuff um, so it's kind of like we just kind of make we, the mentality for that as well is just like well what would we wear what would we yeah. buy from the merch table? Because sometimes you go and you're like, oh, I love this band. I'm going to get a shirt. Like, I want to support them, give them 15 quid and get get some swag. And you're like, all these shirts are fucking minging. I wouldn't wear that. You know, you know, like like dodgy colours and stuff like that. Like, sometimes it's fun to kind of experiment with like, oh, I wonder if people will buy a pink hoodie or something, you know? And then yeah, yeah, people yeah. do and some people don't. But um, yeah, in regards to sort of like the the designs and the placements and stuff like that, it's very much just like, would we wear that? Yeah. yeah. Well, let's just make it. And hopefully it's all kind of shared. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I do remember the first time I wore a pink shirt in, um, well, I was in Maidstone in Kent. And, uh, and this is only, this is only 18 years ago, 19 years ago. And I, I turned up with this, with this pink and it had like numbers on it and things like that. And, and my mates were like, what is that? I'm like, what do you mean? It's fucking pink, mate. <laughs> like, I think it's lovely and I think I look great and they're like it's fucking pink and I'm like yeah that was only, and you just you're like come on man it's just a colour what are you what are you doing doesn't matter does it wear what you want no yeah it's silly like yeah I've I, my, my wardrobe was very monochrome for quite a while but now it's kind of branched out into more browns and greens and oranges <laughs> and stuff earthen <laughs> colours you know this um, is it yeah 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 but we've got a pink t-shirt mate I'll give you one yes please <laughs> Yeah. Fucking right, mate. I'll wear that with yeah. pride. I'll give Absolutely. you as much swag as you want, mate. Please yes, mate. Off, mate. I'm a big fan. <laughs> We've got a whole fucking room of it. And <laughs> well, I've got. I've basically been doing fucking designs for this last year, like yeah. for for new shit. But we've just got enough stuff upstairs where I'm like, I can't warrant getting new stuff printed until we get rid of that stuff. So, yeah, mate. Where's your, when's your next show in Brighton? I'll come drop you off stuff. I'm at, I'm at Comedia next week. I'm doing um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'm at Comedia up till Christmas. So, yeah, man, I'll be around. We'll have to, we'll have to hook up. Yes, mate. We'll come, we'll come yeah. watch and uh, bring you yeah, some Yeah, come swag. down, man. Yeah. yeah I'll have my Regal Cheer shirt on, on stage. It'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when when's the album coming out? So, the album's out on February 3rd. Yep. Um, yeah, we've got another single coming out on the 12th of January, I think it is. That's like the last mm. one. But that's like the most angry song of, and it's the shortest of the whole album is like the next single. <laughs> it's one of my ones. <laughs> I've only got a few, only got a few, um, only got a few songs on there that I, I kind of wrote most of the lyrics for, but that's one yeah. that kind of like 
I had in my head for a while and was trying to figure out the best way to to kind of convey what I was pissed off about, which was yeah, it, yeah, it's, yeah. it's very much just a frustration about like uh, monotony of daily life, really. I just remember fucking, I think I had almost a solid week of not really saying anything to anybody at work. Oh, wow. Because like, I, I work on a, in a small team, there's only four of us. Yeah. And I, I, it, I can just put my headphones in and just crack on. So like, you know, I get to work, well, you know, get on the bus, cheers, say the same thing to the bus driver every single day and then <laughs> get to get to work. How was your evening? Yeah, sound. How was yours? Yeah, sound. All right, cool. Headphones in, get on with it. And then I was just like, okay, see you tomorrow. And then that happened like four or five days in a row. And I was like, I literally, I can't, I don't think I've ever had a fucking conversation. Like I've forgotten how to talk to people. And I just remember walking up St. James's Street and just being fucking just being annoyed about it. And then this kind of came out about, you know, came out of that really. of just like the frustration of just like, I've literally just done the same thing for like five days in a row of just, because yeah. my job's very repetitive as well. It's like, I'm part of a, essentially part of a production line. So like, I just, I do my section and then pass it off to somebody else. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's very repetitive. And then like, yeah, just saying the same things to people every single day, was very repetitive. So it's like, yeah, it kind of touches on that a lot. And the frustrations that come from just being like, I'm just, what is my life? You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. When it's that, yeah, I've got mates of mine that, there's some people that are comfortable with it. I've got a few mates of mine that just, they, they look at what I do and they can't, they can't comprehend it. They're just like, mm-hmm. why would you do that? And it's like, so last weekend I drove all the way to Carlisle for a gig. And then Manchester on the way back down on the Sunday. And then I was telling them, they were like, all the way to Carlisle, isn't that Scotland? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, why though? I said, because the gig is banging. The gig's amazing. Yeah. And I'm like, right, well, how much did you get for that? I went, well, it's not much, but it's enough. I probably <laughs> spent most of it on petrol and crisps. But <laughs> I don't know. I just liked, I'd like the, I liked the gig. I liked doing it. It was good fun. And they're just, yeah, they're like, it's just, it- yeah. It just changes the it just changes the the game a bit, you know what I mean? It's just something yeah. different. It's like, you know, my my job is very repetitive, but I'm very fucking good at it. Not to fucking toot my own horn. But, <laughs> so I just work real fast, real efficient, just get my shit done. But it just means that I have time at work to send emails and plan stuff, and then I'm yeah. more focused on that because it's just autopilot, and so I'm able to kind of plan stuff, and then that's where my brain is. I'm getting excited about going on a tour or putting a song out or like, you know, new bit of artwork or a video or something. And I'm like, I'm just thinking about this. And it's like, well, this is what excites me. This is just paying yeah. the bills. You know, if I didn't have the the day job, then I'd be pretty fucked, but it does help me facilitate like what I actually want to do. Yeah. And yeah. And it's just like, you know, why, why are you going to fucking Dundee in February? It's like, well, I've never been to fucking Dundee before. It sounds like it might be fun. I, I yeah. love Scotland. I think it's great. And I love the cold, so yeah, fuck it. Same. It's like, hopefully someone, Perfect you know, people p- come out, fucking, we're going to play a show anyway. If no one turns up and it's fucking free practice, isn't it? It's <laughs> <laughs> always yeah, the mentality, man. Yeah. Yeah. And see, that's where the positivity comes from. That's what I'm saying. So may not, not necessarily writing positive punk songs, but the positivity is in the fact that you'll go, yeah, fuck it, I'm just going to go. Let's see what yeah. happens. It's fun. Beautiful. Playing songs live is fun. Like, playing drums is fun. Like, I didn't play drums for, like, I, I pl- played when I was a kid and then the, the tutor I had told me off 
for not practicing, so I quit. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the other guy who was in the lesson with me wanted to do like the grades and stuff, and I was like, that sounds like school. This is fun. Yeah. I don't want to fucking do school. And so you do this to do to go to school. Yeah, I'm not fucking like revising. Fuck off. <laughs> I don't revise for school, let alone for like drums. <laughs> so then I quit and uh, didn't play for like six or seven years. And then I was living in this basement of a guy I worked with. I worked in a shop, and uh, I just didn't have any money. Just like I was giving him all, he, it was his house. So I was paying him rent. So I was just giving him 400 quid every wow. month, which was, I get paid 500 and I'd give him 400. And I'd just like Shit. sit in this basement, like bored. Yeah. And then uh, I just had a little practice pad and some sticks and stuff. And uh, I can't remember what it was now. I think it was, um, have you ever heard of a band called The World is a Beautiful Place and I'm No Longer Afraid to Die? Yeah, funnily <laughs> enough. <laughs> they had an album out and they, they've got a song called like January 7th, 2014. Or so. I can't remember what the fuck it is, but that one. And uh, I just re- I remember listening to that and being like, the drums on this are so good. I love this. Yeah. And so I was just kind of like doing nothing in this basement, just like tapping along with it. And then I was like, oh, I, I actually like playing drums, I reckon. <laughs> ah, and so I kind nice. of started getting back into it from there. It was just just purely yeah. from like being bored and kind of sad and just being like, I just need to do something that isn't <laughs> just sitting in a you know in a dark room on my own, just, just right like in a way. Yeah, can't afford to do anything. It's like, well, I need to entertain myself in some way and like you know distract myself from yeah. from being poor. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what we're all trying to do, I think. Yeah, I know, right? It's yeah. never ended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just got more shit around you now. Um, but I think that's why bands like you are important. I think it just shows people that you can just go, oh, fuck it, let's just do it ourselves. Fuck it, you yeah. Know? And I, that's that that's inspirational. So even if you if you know you you inspire one person to to go off and do some shit, I mean that's. That's brilliant. And I love the fact that you're doing it. And I love the fact that I just happened upon you. you know? Yeah. Cause I was asking Max yesterday, um, if he knew how you, you found us. Cause you played us on your, um, your radio show. On a radio you? show. Yeah. yeah. And that's how algorithms, I, man. I think. Was it? it just, cause Max was under the yeah. impression that it was cause he followed you on Twitter. And he's like, yeah, he found us cause of that. But, I, I, I was wondering. I wondered if you if you had a different story, but no. I think it was. I think was it that? Did I just click on that? This is the thing. I get loads of stuff from everywhere. I get Shazam um, algorithms a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was that. Maybe you did. Maybe it was because you followed me, and then I had. A, I was like, "What's this? Let's have a look," and clicked on it. Maybe it was that. Yeah, I'll go back and have a look. But whatever it was, it cl- it resonated with me, and I was like, "Fucking yeah, I'm having this." Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, we'd love to. Well, it, if we can arrange it, we'd love to come on the uh, on the radio show. Get us both yeah, on there. We'll play some, play some tunes. You know, that'd be fun. Big vibes. Yes, right. That's happening. That's happening after yeah, Christmas. Can't... We're getting that. We're getting that done, and we'll play all the stuff that influenced you, and all that kind of caper. That'd be brilliant. That sounds like a big fat vibe. Right. Yeah, up for nice it. Nice one, man. <laughs> well, listen, this has been an absolute joy. Thanks, man. Yeah, man. Well, appreciate it. This is the first time I've ever done oh, anything man. like this. So, yeah, thank you it's very much, right, man. It? Really, really it's, appreciate um, you having us on there. Ah, it's, listen, absolutely my pleasure. And it was really cool when I was in Brighton a little while ago and bumped in, and I didn't even know it was him. And he just this guy on a wall just went, Rich. And I was like, hello? And he went, 
mate, Regal cheer. I was like, fuck yeah. Hello, mate. <laughs> it's just like, it made me feel really cool. I'm like, yeah, that's right. Fucking band saying hello to me. Yeah, man. Well, you've made <laughs> us feel cool from letting us do this. Hey, so like, yeah. Listen. Sharing the love. Love it. Got to get your name out there, man. Got to get your name out there. So <laughs> the album comes out, when's it? February. Fe- February 3rd on uh, yep. Beth Shalom Records. You can get it on Bandcamp. It's uh, Regal Cheer. Uh, Regal Cheer on all the social media platforms. Um, and I also do like artwork and stuff. All the artwork from the, the shirts and all the band stuff is all me. And that's on Hamprint. Um, if you care to have a look at that. But yeah, next single's Excellent. out on J- January 12th. Hopefully you like it. If you like really short songs that don't take up much of your day, just have a go. Short if you like. angry yeah. punk, yeah. Short yeah. angry punk songs. Love it, mate. Love it. This has been fantastic. Thanks for giving. Yeah, us man. Some time. Thanks very much. Yeah. Cheers. Insane in the membrane. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Made by darkhorsedigital.co.uk. Shooting, live streaming and podcast production.